This is Joe Burns. And Beth West. Hey, thank you for listening to the Rock School Radio Podcast. We think you'll learn something. Now remember, if you want to hear the show with all the music in place, go to kslu.org and stream the show live. Thursdays at 5 and Sundays at 4. It's a new show every week. Now enjoy this week's Rock School Radio Show. Portions of the day's programming are reproduced by means of electrical transcriptions or tape recordings. Time for school. Rock school with your hosts, Dr. Joe Burns. You, Joe, you idiot. I get that all the time. And Beth West. This is all just ancestral stuff. Everybody's on everybody's backup. Class is in. Second time's a charm. It's the Rock School Radio Show here on the uh, here on the radio. Uh, my name is Joe Burns, broadcasting semi-live. We had a little audio problem coming in, and the entire studio fed back, so I can't hear yeah. anything out of my left no, ear. How are neither. you doing? And I think that I shook wow. three inches to the left. Ah, uh, either that, that was... or something seismic happened. Uh-huh. It was bad news. So if I can't hear very well out of this ear, Beth, you're just going to have to move to another microphone. Phone. All so, right. Once again, I'm Joe Burns. You are I'm Beth West. Woo. And yeah. it's it's wow. I'm seriously. Uh, my left period. ear is ringing. I've got the Pete Townsend thing going on here. Well, a little tinnitus. Shoo, kids. Today. Yeah, the good thing we don't wear headphones because if this would have happened in headphones, really? I would have yeah, run out of here screaming. Sure, my ears would have met in the middle. Mm-hmm. What are we talking about today? Well, this is one of those days where I I ran into a thread on the interweb, and just one thing led to another, and led to another, and led to another. And suddenly, and it's six hours later. You and got you it. You don't know where you were and where right. you started. For some reason, I don't have pants on. I, what is happening <laughs> what? here? What? That's what the internet's That's, for. Uh, yeah. Did you know Cheryl Crow got her big break as a backup singer on Michael Jackson's Bad Tour? I did know that. Did you know yes, that? Yes, I did. I remember hearing that one once or twice right when she came out when she got really, really big. Right. She sang I Just Can't Stop. Well, she was backup singing, but yes. she came out and sang I Just Can't Stop Loving You with mm-hmm. him. It was that duet back and forth. Yeah. Have you ever seen a picture? I didn't know picture? she did a duet. Oh, she did. Oh, no, yeah. She I've was never the one seen a picture. She had teased up 1980s Stop hair. It. Well, Because, you know. yeah, when she came out, I couldn't. She was just so cool and then you know she has her guitar and everything i couldn't picture her as a backup singer it's just of course she can sing but sure. she didn't just she didn't fit what i thought a backup singer whitney houston mariah carey pink gwen mm-hmm. stefani all famous backup singers so this is the thread i ran into gwen stefani yeah she started as a backup singer okay now who are these people i mean when you listen to songs now a lot of people know some of the famous ones like john stewart's gold has got stevie nick singing backup right. on it. Most people know Mick Jagger sings You're So Vain as a backup to uh, Carly Simon. Did you not know that? Wait, that's one of those things I didn't know. I didn't you know didn't? that. That's so, so cool. A lot of people know that or don't know who the song is about. Yeah. They think it's about Warren Beatty, but Mick Jagger's name
name gets gets thrown into the mix because he's the backup singer he's the backup on the song. Singer. That would be kind of funny to be singing to the backup singer. That's a good story. But Warren Beatty is also a good story because and him, he's and such him, a ladies' man. And him, Mick Jagger, knowing that the song's about him, mm-hmm. yet still having the guts to sure. come in and sing backup. That's a good, yeah, I want to believe that. I'm going to just say that's the one I believe. So I have this huge list of backup singers and stories about, you know, is it a backup singer? Is it not? Well, let me tell you one that some people believe that is not true. Paul McCartney is believed to be the whispering backup on Donovan's Mellow Yellow. Because Donovan goes, they mm-hmm. call me Mellow mm-hmm. Yellow. And somebody then, and then goes, quite rightly. Yeah. Right? yeah. That's Paul McCartney, right? Uh, is it? It is not. That's the theory, but it is not. However... There is some basis, in fact, to thinking Paul McCartney would have been on Mellow okay. Yellow. Mellow Yellow itself comes from the fact that people used to smoke banana peels to get high. And, in fact, there's no, no nothing that would get you high off banana peels. That's really where it came from. <laughs> Just, yeah, kidding. okay, I'm sitting here flabbergasted because, honestly, I, yeah, I didn't know yeah, where that I, came from. doesn't do anything. However, Paul McCartney did play bass on a couple tracks mm-hmm. on the album. And on top of that, Donovan himself has a small part in the lyrics of Yellow Submarine. You know, all these secondary voices yeah, that are in Yellow yeah, Submarine? Yeah, all the, One of them is Donovan. Donovan. So right. then... He possesses his own yellow-themed song. Sure, if it's yellow, Donovan's involved in it. And furthermore, Jimmy Page is playing the solo in the song. So there's a lot of people on there, so it wasn't a stretch to say that the backup singing was Paul McCartney. So do we know who it was? It was uh, Donovan himself. He had just done both... and then kind of okay, sure okay and since it's done in a whispering voice it's easy to make that thought process so decide for yourself it's mellow yellow it's donovan as we talk backup singers on rock school i'm just she's just mellow Backup singers here on uh, Rock School. I think I'd like to posit something real quick. Okay. okay. So, of the list of people you have, would it be fair to say that most of the men who you have are backup singers on recordings, and a lot of the women are backup singers for like live bands? I have both. And as a matter of fact, we're going to do a female that is both a recording and a, mm-hmm. a live person. She was live with Bette Midler, and she was recording on what we're going to play. It's really funny, though. The woman I'm going to get to, and I'll get to her last, you wouldn't think of her as a backup singer, but a great deal of her career has been as a backup singer. Oh, now the anticipation begins. Right, but you know her as an actress. Mm. However, she made her original living as a backup singer. Oh, okay. Which is really interesting. All right, and we're going to go, that's at the end of the show. Well, no, it's at the end of this break. Oh, it's at the end of this break. All right, let's do it. Come on. I want to find out. Remember Rockwell? I always feel like somebody's watching me. Right. He was in some way related to the Motown people. Right. Which got him with Michael. tangential kind of relationship. Sure, which got him with Michael Jackson. Mm -hmm. Uh, He sang back on both the songs. Stevie Wonder's 1980 hit Part-Time Lover had Luther Vandross on backup. Did you know that? Oh, 
Glass Tigers hit Don't Forget Me When I'm Gone, which wasn't so bad. Brian Adams sang on that one. A little bit of Canadian solidarity there. I can see that. Remember Short People by Randy Newman? Yes. Eagles. Eagles were the backup singers. Eagles were the backup singers. I kid you not. Uh, Also, there was a thought process that Steven Tyler sang on Walk Away, Renee. Just walk away, Renee. Remember that song? Um, Yeah, I know that song. He did not. However, he did sing back up on another Left Bank song called Dark is the Bark. It's just no one knows that one, and it just made the jump to their hit. Oh. So he did so sing on one. So people just that kind of rumor that, oh, he did sing back up on something, so people assume it was the hit. It got to be. Thing. Now, here's the woman. Katie Seagal, Kate Bundy. Yes. Right. And Leela on Futurama. And Leela on Futurama. Yeah, right. that's. She is a backup singer for a slew of places. Olivia Newton-John. Also, she was part of Gene Simmons' 1978 album. Uh, She's got her name misspelled on his album, but she was also Bette Midler's huge backup singer for years and also on a lot of Bette Midler's albums. She's one of the... if you were backing up Bette Midler, you have to have pipes because Bette Midler can seriously sing. And you would think, well, you know, Gene Simmons, there's some rock there. Olivia Newton-John, that's poppy. Bette Midler, that's, you know, poppy and show tunes. Pop and kind of show tunes, yeah. So, obviously, she can't do the hard stuff. Oh, on Molly Hatchett's 1981 album. Molly Hatchett. Molly Hatchett. Take No Prisoners. She is credited as Katie Seagal. Uh Uh-huh. And it's misspelled C-A-T-Y, Seagal. And she is the backup singer, the single female backup singer for Molly Hatchett. Really? What does that sound like? Well, like let's this do it. On Rock School. Well, there you go. Molly Hatchett, songs called Lost Control. And you know, she may have had you know, somewhere to base that Peg Bundy character on because <laughs> that, that, she had some big hair as I'm Peg sure. Bundy, and that's all metal right there. You would think that, that that's the kind of music Peg Bundy listens yes, to. Sure. Or would have been a groupie of those people. Yeah, when, yeah. when Ted was out you know, yeah, selling shoes. Earlier sure. in the days. We mentioned Luther Vandross earlier on in the show. He sang back up on David Bowie's Young Americans. He claims it was his big break. And speaking of David Bowie, he sang back up for Mop the Hoople's All the Young Dudes, which, by the way, he wrote it as well. Well, you might as well just put his name on it. Sure. <laughs> Would you like to win a bar bet? A bar yes. bet, ladies and gentlemen. Did Tina Turner ever sing on a Frank Zappa song? Well, How's that, that for a sounds. That sounds too crazy. So I'm gonna say, sh- yeah, she must have. Must have. If it sounds that crazy, it has to be true. On the overnight sensation LP, Frank Zappa needed what he considered to be sort of a gospel-sounding mm-hmm. three female backup group. What year was this? Uh, overnight sensation would have been mid seventies. Mid seventies. Okay. Mid seventies. So he hired the Ike Ets. 
That's to come what they and were sing at the time. Yeah, yeah. there was uh, Ike Turner the and the Ikeettes, yeah. Dolores Johnson, Eloise Hester, Joshi Armstead, and Tina, Tina Turner. Turner. And over they came and sang on Overnight Sensation. That is so interesting. And they're backup singers. Can you hear them? Oh, yeah. Here's Frank Zappa. I am the slime. So when it splits and all the women start singing I am the slime, Tina Turner. It's the burner, Tina Turner. Yeah. With Zappa right here on Rock School. Okay, first break, and I have to repair something that I Beth didn't even out to know. Me. Did, well, I you just, did. I, as you said, is that right? <laughs> it's the librarian in you jumping out. I yeah, I I mean, at first I just was like going straight through it, and then like thirty seconds later, I was like, wait, did he say Ted? Right, uh, Peg Bundy was not married to Ted Bundy. <laughs> that would have made fortunately for, for her. Right, fortunately for her, that would have made for a rather unfunny series. Yeah. Ted Bundy was, of course, the serial killer. Right. She was married to Al, Al Bundy. Bundy. And the, the actor is Ed O'Neill. Right. So it might be, I bet a lot of people do that just sure. because oh, there's a lot of names going on in there. Sure. And what's what's funny is you have to get everything right on this show. Oh my with, gosh. Because if when you don't, the emails fly into they me. They do. No. Dear Joe, you idiot. I get that all the time. Here we go. More backup singers for the first break on Elvis Costello's The Only Flame in Town, Daryl Hall. Ooh. Dusty Springfield sang back up on Elton John's The Bitch is Back. Uh, Bruce Springsteen sings on Warren Zevon's Disorder in the House, also played some guitar. Eric Clapton's Journeyman album had backing vocals from Shaka Khan. She was on Pretending, which is, I think, the best song on the album. Daryl Hall, again, no alibis. And George Harrison on Run So Far. Daryl Hannah, as in the actress, sings on Clarence Clemens and Jackson Brown's You Are a Friend of Mine. Jackson Brown was dating her at the time. Oh, all right. I wonder if she can carry a tune. Right. Or if they just put her in the back and then produced it up enough. <laughs> sure. That... Maybe if it was written on a rock and she had a bucket. <laughs> Elvis Costello and Paul Young are the backup vocalists for Squeezes, Black Coffee in Bed. Really? I, I love that song. It is nice, isn't it? I love it? that song. What's funny is most people only know about two Squeeze songs. Yeah, but, that's but if a you winner. just get, and I mean, if you just get the Squeeze singles, I mean, I'm not usually... The Greatest Hits uh, LP, I'm not yeah. usually like, oh, just get the Greatest Hits. But like with Squeeze, I mean, you don't have to go through the whole catalog but they're singles and they're good i love clever lyrics i really do i'm a sucker michael mcdonald is a backup singer all over hex half acre you'll find him all over Mm -hmm. early uh, steely dan but you'll also find him on christopher cross's ride like the wind and kenny Loggins. this is it i believe that he probably was a backup singer. he's got that voice that people would want behind him to kind of soar Oh, very in demand. Very in demand. Hello, KSRQ. Thief, River Falls, Minnesota. Thanks for running the radio show, Beth. Hello, KFRY in Sandpoint, Idaho. By all means, get us on Facebook, search Rock School Radio Show, and be our backup listener. Yes. That sounded a lot better in my head. That was terrible. It really did. It was really bad. Back in a minute on Rock School.
Okay, we need something to get us to the bottom of the hour. Let's talk Pink Floyd. Now, a lot of people have seen on the back of the Pink Floyd album that Tony Tennille is listed, as in the Captain and Tennille. Right. But they have it in their head. Well, it can't be her. Not that Tony Tennille. No, it it can't be. Well, it is, as a matter of fact. How, what are the odds that there are going to be two female singers during that time named Tony Tennille? They just be, don't want to believe it. It would be dumb that another woman would call herself Tony Tennille. Right. Yeah. Well, along with Bruce Johnson, the Beach Boy, yes, sang a great deal. But according to session singer Jimmy Haas, who was also there, much of the singing that they did was scrapped and re-recorded by three other session singers. What, so Tony Tennille isn't on the album? She is. However, there's only one song where you truly, truly know for a fact. It's, it's one of those that so many really? overdubs and so many yeah, things yeah. were done that there's only one song that for sure you can say that that's female Tony voice Tenille. is Tony Tennille. And that's the song Goodbye Blue Sky. Now, mm-hmm. there's also a myth that the voice of the groupie is Tony mm-hmm. Tennille. Do we know for sure whether it is or not? We know exactly who it is. The name of the groupie is Trudy Young. Okay. So it's not Tony Tino. It was a a voiceover actress. I don't recognize that name. Yeah. Yeah. A singer, voiceover actress. Mm -hmm. And they needed somebody to, you know, sound young and sort of stupid, you know, want to take a bath or want to take a shower. I don't remember which she says. (laughs) Yeah. Something like that. But the only place you know for a fact you can see Tony Tennille. She may be in other sections because she recorded for other songs. Mm -hmm. But for a fact, goodbye, blue sky. Turn it on or just continue listening to the radio or podcast. And yep, here hear it. is Tony Tennille on Rock School. Let's take a break talking about backup singers again. I have a slew of them to get through, and I'm just going to end up listing here in a little bit. But we'll take a break to 7 days, 70 seconds. Once again, the names. My name is Joe Burns. I'm Beth West. These are the dates, November 4th through November 10th. Something in rock history that happened on these dates. I believe you have Monday. Beth, go ahead. November 4th, 1998. Amazon.com formed Advantage for Music, which allows unsigned artists and independent labels a forum to sell music online. There you go. November 5th, 1960, Johnny Horton, who sang the Battle of New Orleans, dies in an auto accident in Milano, Texas. He was 33 years old. November 6th, 1973, singer Graham Parsons manager Phil Karfman is fined $300 for stealing Parsons' body from LAX. Karfman's defense was that it was Parsons' wish to be cremated in the desert. So $300 is the going rate for stealing a body. We did a whole show on this. And the reason he was only fined $300 is because a dead body has no value. 
he was fined for stealing the Except, coffin. You know, the sentimentality of That's the it. But there, people you who loved that person. Right. How much money is that worth? <laughs> yeah, I know. Right. It's true. November 7th, 1986, Willie Nelson appears on Miami Vice as a corrupt policeman. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. <laughs> November 8th, 1995, Michael Jackson paired up with Sony Corporation to create the world's fourth largest music publishing corporation with over 100,000 titles. November 9, 1973, Billy Joel releases Piano Man, and we were already sick of it. And on November 10th, 1969, Greg Ullman receives a guitar for his 13th birthday, and the rest is history. Timothy B. Schmidt backs up Vince Gill on Gill's cover of I Can't Tell You Why. That makes sense. Uh, Patty Loveless and Ricky Skaggs also backed up Gill's on his uh, version of Go Rest High on That Mountain. Don Henley backed up Trisha Yearwood on Walk Away Joe. Olivia Neutron Bomb backed up John Denver on Fly Away. What else do I have here? Jimmy Buffett, among others, sank back up on the Eagles. The Greeks don't want no freaks, ladies and gentlemen. And the one I'm going to play... I'll bet you didn't know this. I didn't know this, and it's really weird. Eric Clapton's Lay Down Sally. Yeah, his, I love that song. Right, his country song, to call it anything else is to just ignore yeah. what it is. Dolly Parton sings back up on that song. Well, I did not know that, but it makes total sense. It certainly does. Now, listen to it. And what's funny is when I read that, okay, and I went right to YouTube, because I yeah. was on the computer, yeah. and pulled it up. Oh, that's her. Of course. I and once you know... It's clear as day. There it is. And and here she is, clear as day. It's Lay Down Sally on Rock School. No need to leave so soon. I've been trying all night long just to talk to you. Lay down Sally. I'm rest here in my house. Don't you think you want someone to talk to? Let's talk more about some backup singers. You know the song by Madonna, Justify My Love? Yes. There's somebody in there going, ooh. Uh, ooh yes. Uh, definitely know that. Whatever that yeah. is. I don't know Grunting, what call that. I think. Is probably. That, is that backup singing? Is that even backing up? Backup grunting. Backup, yeah. That's Lenny Kravitz. Did you know that? No, I love it though. <laughs> uh, but they, they were kind of uh, like together-ish or something at were some they point. Really? I remember there was like a not you know so briefly because it was Madonna, but uh, there was like a, a a time where they were pick, like okay. walking around together. Or something. I had no idea. Members of the Supremes sang back up on Marvin Gaye's "Can I Get a Witness?" Now, again. Once I heard it, I quickly yeah that makes up, total sense. I get a witness and went. It, it, it sounds like the Supremes. Mm-hmm. It's, it's all a Motown thing anyway. I mean, right. Gay was on Witness or was on Motown anyway. Now this one, this if you're a Beach Boys fan, will sort of make you a little sad. If you're me, mm-hmm. it makes you happy. Mm-hmm. Crisscross, you know, gonna ride like the wind. Yeah, da, yeah. Da, da, da. He had a, yeah. probably five or six really big hits, and then just you know faded off. Faded off. And Beach Boy, Carl Wilson, mm-hmm. sang back up on David Lee Roth's version of California Girls. Did they? Yes. And furthermore... That's they had, really cool. David Lee Roth asked permission of Brian Wilson 
can I please re-record this? And Wilson said, sure. Yeah. And he just, of course, go right ahead. Yeah. In fact, Wilson was even interviewed on VH1 one time. And mm-hmm. I remember seeing the video of it. And he said, I just think his version's great. I love the girls. That kind of yeah. thing. Yeah. Now, here's the part that'll make Beach Boys fans okay. want to cry. The classic California girls topped out at number three. So did David Lee Roth's version. Did it? It did. Well... <laughs> You know, is, is I don't bad? know. They shouldn't be too upset about that. Oh, because... they made enough money. I guarantee you. Yeah, but yeah. Dave, Beach Boys, as big a Dave fan as I am, it's, you know, come on. Yeah, it was super fun, and he was so popular at the time. And the video it's great. was iconic, so I'm I sure did. that helped. And it was the time when videos were everything. So. It was. Dave invented MTV. Oh, he's, yeah, he certainly perfected not, it. Not a question. He no. was born for that. <laughs> That's right. It's Dave on Rock School. Second break here on Rock School. I want to talk about Paradise by the Dashboard Light. Now, okay. We played that, what, two shows ago? Yeah, maybe two. Just mm, Two, couple. three. Mm-hmm-hmm. Ellen Foley sang the female part. Okay. I don't know that I'd call her a backup singer. No, but it was more of a duet. Yeah, sure. Yeah. But, yeah, back and forth. Mm-hmm. Love you till the end of time. I swore. Ellen Foley was a backup singer and mm-hmm. much like Katie Seagal was also an actress. In fact, you may even remember Ellen Foley as a public defender in the first few seasons of Night Court. She wasn't the main person, oh, yeah. but she was a reoccurring character. The reoccurring character. character. Mm-hmm. And I did love that show when I was little. I watched a lot of Night Court. <laughs> now, most people will think to themselves, well, I know exactly who Ellen Foley is. She is the dark, curly-haired woman who wore the sort of wife-beater-type T-shirt. Oh, no. Mm-mm. Not in the video. That's Carla DeVito. Which really upset Ellen Foley because Ellen figured that she should have been in the video. Well, if Meatloaf is going to be in the video, it kind of... I agree. If he's going to play the guy, then... I agree. Yeah. I'm, I'm with you. Carla DeVito was really upset. I'm sorry. Ellen Foley was upset that Carla DeVito was in the video. Mm-hmm. And everybody thinks Carla DeVito actually sang it. Well, yeah. I agree. Logically, you'd put that together. Oh, Meatloaf is the guy singing it. And Thus, he's here with this person. She is obviously the person who's also singing. Right. So this would never happen again, especially not to Meatloaf. Never, never. Oh. Except that it did. He, no. Do you remember his song, I Would Do Yes, yes, of course. Love, which is now an Eminem commercial. You know oh, yeah, about? it is an Eminem mm-hmm. commercial. Right. Uh, a woman named Lorraine Crosby mm-hmm. sang the song. Mm-hmm. However, when the video came around, a woman named Dana Patrick is who they put in there. I don't know if it's because of visual. However, I can give you a visual yeah. the, when, the, when the visual actually happened. Yeah. Do you remember the song, Everybody Dance CNC now. Music Factory. Wah, wah, yeah. Wah, wah, the wah, person wah. singing that insanely good, like, strong female voice. Right. She's a, that's, is that one of the Weather Girls? It is. It's one of the Weather Girls. Uh, yeah. And she's, she's a big lar- girl. As she calls herself, I am large and in charge. Mm-hmm. That's what she says yeah. about herself. She is very heavy set. 
what they did was go out and find this small, skinny, perfectly pretty, built female yeah. right, to sing it. When in reality, I don't understand it because everyone would have accepted this yeah. woman. And when they found out the bit of trivia that she's a weather girl, it's rain and men. Yeah. They would have gone, that's one of the weather girls. And I think that they may have even put that together when they saw her, even if they didn't kind of... No, oh, right. yeah, she's a weather girl. But if you saw her and you heard her voice, right. then you probably would have said, oh, that's a weather girl, yeah. Now, I know CNC Music Factory didn't really harm themselves in that mm-hmm. they had hits, but it was a PR nightmare. It really was. That could have been avoided just by, you know, look, it's one yeah. of the weather girls. And everybody would have gone, it's one of the weather girls, mm-hmm. yay! But they tried to make everything everything sexy, pretty everything super, yeah. Because like work. the guy was shirtless in it, and he was like been working yeah, he out, was whatever. Buff. Yeah, Pex Ahoy, mm-hmm. uh, KSCL Report, Louisiana. Thanks for running the radio show. WMCE Erie, Pennsylvania. That's nice it. to have you. That's right. Get us on Facebook once again. Search Rock School Radio Show. Back in a minute. All right, let me throw another few at you here. Phil Collins sang backup on Eric Clapton's song, Bad Love. He's also the drummer. He also sings backup on David Crosby's song, Hero. How about that? Mm. Ronnie Spector sings vocals on Eddie Money's Take Me Home Tonight, but that's easy because Eddie Money even says, just like Ronnie sang. Yeah, yeah. And you got that there. David Crosby shows up on Hold My Hand by Hootie and the Blowfish. David Crosby? David Crosby. And John Lennon sings backup on Elton John's version of Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds. That makes sense. Now, how about this one? Neil Young's Heart of Gold had Linda Ronstadt and James Taylor on backing vocals. Really? Originally, the song was supposed to be an electric tune in the Neil Young... Did James Taylor come in and everything just mellowed out? That's what I thought. But actually, he, Neil Young, had a back injury... And the electric began to cause him problems. Yeah, because you have to hold it. Right. It's a heavy it's a instrument. Heavy so Heart of Gold became this acoustic. We need pretty acoustic voices. It was the 70s. Mm-hmm. There was this 70s group of people that had the voices to produce mm-hmm. that. Linda Ronstadt, James Taylor, and we have Heart Her, of Gold. Yeah, and that's a great song. Love it. Sounds like this on Rock School. All right, coming to the end of the show, let me just list a few for you. Dave Matthews Band Spoon uh, has uh, Alanis Morissette on it. Tori Amos's Past the Moon has Trent Reznor on it. Uh, What do we got here? Uh, Don Henley, uh, Glenn Frey, and Timothy B. Schmidt are on Bob Seger's Fire Lake. Okay. All the way back I'll there. buy that one. Yep. And do you remember Jennifer Holliday, one of the dream girls? Yeah. Won an Oscar for it? She is on I Want to Know What Love Is by Foreigner. Huh. So there. We mentioned earlier that Michael McDonald was a backup singer on like everything. everything. And yeah. I mentioned early, early Steely Dan. Mm-hmm. Peg, you will come back to me. Listen to the background vocals. All male vac- background vocals. Michael McDonald. You can probably pick it out. Yep. Here. Right on school.
Okay, final break here on Rock School. I'll do one quick one to let you know. Actually, I'll do a few more. David Crosby uh, backs up Phil Collins on Another Day in Paradise. Cindy Lauper is in Code of Silence. Did you know that? No. And Ray Charles is on Baby Grand. Obviously, he just yeah. duets with him. Mm-hmm. And did you know that Billion Dollar Babies, the original studio version, has Donovan singing on backup? Well, As in this is all just ancestral stuff. Everybody's on everybody's backup. Seems that way, doesn't it? You go, it. you go on my backup, I'll go on your backup. <laughs> Love it. You know Bob the Builder? That silly Yes, the movie? little children. Yeah. Elton John actually sings the Bob the Builder cover really? of Crocodile Rock. Absolutely love it. That's cute. Now, what are we going to end on? I know you are not a huge fan of Rush. I know you respect Rush, I but totally you're not a huge fan. I totally respect Rush, Get so do it. Now, you listen to Rush's music and you think to yourself, they can't be very funny guys. They must be so, you know, into no, themselves and intuitive. And I know that. that's not true because no, I've funny. seen um I I've seen them like on funny little things like making fun of like Canadians and stuff yeah, like that. Like actually, they have a very self effacing humor. They really certainly great. do. Getty Lee proved it back in nineteen eighty two when he was on Doug and Bob McKenzie's top ten hit, Take Off. And that's what we're gonna end awesome. on. You bet. We'll see you next week. I'm Joe Burns. <laughs> I'm Beth Letts. Class is dismissed. Okay, uh, be real nice to him, eh? Okay. Okay. This is uh, the hit single section of our album. Good day. Uh, good day. Uh, Getty Lee is here from Rush. Uh, hi, Getty. I'm Bob McKenzie. This is my brother, Doug. How's it going, Getty? Oh, it's going pretty good.